0: Welcome to the Broken Jars Broadcasting Network, home of the Dresden Files Podcast, 42 Entertainment, and many others. More podcasts like this one can be found at brokenjars.xyz.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everyone else in between, welcome back to the Two podcast. Where, as always, we're talking about the failings of the late great human race and oh my god, how could we have failed anymore? Like, when I first came up with this opening, I thought it was going to be a joke, I really did, but not after this election, no. But, and as always, for the first time, since the last time, your good friend and mine, Mr. Ryan. How you doing, dude? Yeah. I cannot talk. How you doing today, buddy? I think I thought of the name for this one. What's that?
0: This episode. The one that was short and maybe sad.
1: Because <laughs> we got jack shit to talk about because everything's depressing and we've all said our piece about all of it. Pretty yeah, much. The,
0: uh, yeah, the government's going to hell in a handbasket. I saw something on on Facebook I thought was funny. They were like, the election is kind of like this. You're having a heart attack, and there's two people who can save you. One person who uh, – one who was a doctor who was sued for malpractice and killed somebody, and the other is an employee at Wendy's. Make your choice. It's
1: like,
0: yeah. No, it's, not,
1: no, it's not even that good of a choice. It's <laughs> not even worse. that good of – that's a problem. <laughs>
0: Man, for, it, Yeah, for an Im- very important job.
1: Yeah, I mean it's just – but at least the doctor with my... i mean, I—I I know the doctor is "quote unquote" Hillary, but that's she's not even that good. Like, <laughs> she's like a, a she's dirty man. That. Like no, no, she's a doctor who got convicted for selling organs on the black market. That's what she okay.
0: is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you, you go. Yeah,
1: that's that's the level. Of, not just not that she made a mistake and lost a malpractice lawsuit. She was convicted for selling like. Because you know what? If people want to know what a fascist in This is using the term correctly because no one else does. A fascist dictator looks like it's Hillary. Is it? Yeah, absolutely. The perfect (sighs) marriage of state and uh, commerce. She has everyone in her pocket.
0: One of the podcasts I really enjoy listening to is the Joe Rogan podcast. And one of his favorite things to talk about is how we're living in a simulation. Right? Like if computers continue on the path they are, eventually they'll be able to recreate the universe indistinguishable from reality or at least to the point where the people inside the simulation can't tell so what's to stop us from already being in that simulation and he's like it has to be right because it's like a bad 90s sitcom we got some (laughs) guy named Wiener who can't quit showing his dick he's like it's like we're turning into a cyberpunk you know novel he's like we got it's just yeah it's funny
1: I mean so so the, uh, the simulation argument is something very interesting for me because I am a simulation engineer. I do simulation all day, every day. So I could see that in some respects, but in other respects, I mean, at least in terms of human intelligence and where even we might predict computers can be for a thousand years. Mm-hmm. We will never even come close to being able to simulate the world ever. Not, Much less
0: the actual universe.
1: Right. It, not not on the level that we are able. I mean, unless unless our interactions are figments of our programmed imaginations. But even that, I mean, I have a hard time with a good, not great, but good computer doing five thousand entities on screen at a time, much less seven billion. Right, right. Even if I were, if I were to but build, given the most, it a long enough
0: timeline, right,
1: right. What I'm saying is, it would like the timeline. Like we must be simulations from million. Like they, they had semiconductors and processors and everything like eight million years ago, kind of thing. But right, right. Pre-flood, pre flood, pre. Pre everything, it has to be pre everything. Well, it, obviously, well, it, if it's a simulation. It would, be outside,
0: but... it would be outside. of the simulation,
1: right? So, I mean, but that's that's always one of the weird things about me, because all these people like talk about simulations. Like, you've never programmed a single simulation life model in your entire life. Come on, guys. <laughs> this <That's> is true. <laughs> you, you, like... but
0: if you had a powerful enough computer, are you? Are you? Is it possible? Could this be all wrote down in code?
1: No. Hmm. No. Not not today. Not even for a thousand years. Okay. To, but eventually, maybe say, the,
0: say say outside of the simulation, they've had ten billion years since they they came up with the semiconductor. They've had a billion years to work a on a billion they
1: do it? years. You might be able to do it. I mean, especially, well, it really depends on how they code interactions inside the simulation. Mm-hmm. So we have this total free will, in. Maybe. To, to code, well, if I want to, I can go, you know. Th- but what determines you wanting to? Right. But, I mean, like I said, I do simulation models for a living. So, for my. So, I do, like, warehouses, right? Mm-hmm, and I have okay. these automated things that move around and they go pick orders. That's. To do one of those things correctly is like. 25,000 lines of code. Hmm. At minimum. And not to mention, I have all these agents that are talking to each other that create their own code. and Well, they don't really create their own code, but the code moves within itself to give itself answers. Like, I kind of... I mean, on a very small level, I create AI in my programs. They are smart and they can think and they can make decisions. Right. But those decisions are very logical and they have... Very, being able to program illogicalness is so hard. It's almost impossible. That's that's probably where my whole, the world of simulation falls apart, is you cannot, it is so hard to program being illogical. Unless it's just a flip of the coin, every .25 times you make a decision, you're going to be completely logical. But for anyone who ever has been in puppy love, you know you're making illogical decisions every time you make a decision. You know, you're Mm -hmm. 17 and that girl is hot, and every decision you make is wrong. Right. I would
0: argue, I would argue, yeah. I mean, it makes sense that simulating emotions would be difficult. Like, your your robots don't have emotions to to affect their decisions with.
1: Right, but. uh, all computer programming is built on logic. Mm -hmm. So to take a logical system to create illogical decisions is very difficult. I'm sure there's some programmers who have done it, but it is hard, hard. You're talking millions of lines of code. Interesting.
0: But... Given a billion years and the right material, you could do right, it. I mean, right. I mean, right. So we could be living in it right now. We could be. Yeah,
1: Given a billion years so and enough money, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. That's true.
0: That's true. That's the reality. I
1: mean, hell, Who knows
0: what the actual reality is? We, we could be a simulation inside of a simulation.
1: We went from nothing to putting a man on the moon in like 12 years because one nation decided, you know what? We're going to the goddamn moon, and we went to the fucking moon.
0: I actually give me one second. I read I heard something that was just totally unbelievable. How long from first flight
1: Oh it's to like fifty landing, years.
0: Landing on the moon.
1: It's like fifty years. Fifty five years, something like that. I wanna say the first flight was like nineteen ten?
0: Yeah, here it is. The Apollo moon landing. That's one of those things that's going to make me read an article. It's not just going to give me the answer. Hold that's on. Ridiculous.
1: You're trying too hard.
0: Uh, I was actually trying to be lazy.
1: Okay, so <laughs> first flight was in 1903. And we right. landed on the moon in what, 68?
0: 69.
1: So 66 years.
0: Damn. So, we flew in 1903. When did we drop the bomb on...
1: Hiroshima? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's uh, that was what? 45? Like 40, 45, 46? So, it took us 42 years to drop a nuclear bomb. But bomb and flight are very different. Right, I mean, but the the great, if, if you we think about how it. sophisticated the airplanes came from 1903 to World War II. Man. Yeah, I mean... War is a terrible thing, but it's awesome for technological development (laughs) because people are are just pouring more and more money into it. And that's why I think, like, especially from World War II to the 90s, things progressed so fast is because we were in an essential war for 40 years in the Cold War.
0: Yeah, I mean, we essentially are still.
1: We essentially are still, but the spending isn't in terms of gdp the spending isn't quite there but the first bomb was dropped august 6
0: 1945 damn yeah this it's just speed, man <clears throat> it's just weird that we went from like not sure we could control flights and build an airplane like people weren't sure we were supposed to do that as animals to so, let's go to the moon
1: in 60 years
0: in 66 years that's it So it was possible to be alive and see the Wright brothers fly, and be old enough to remember it, and then still and still be lucid enough to have seen the first moon landing.
1: I promise, I can almost guarantee you with ninety nine percent of surety, there is some, there was some kid who remembered Mm. reading it in the paper, right? Who became a you know physicist. Or scientists who, no. who worked on it or had the theories for it or something, you know man, what 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 so many people experienced in their lifetimes? could you imagine if you were a hundred years old today what you experienced from nineteen sixteen to today oh, you experienced both world wars. Vietnam, you experienced Korea, Vietnam, all, all of it.
0: All the wars that really mattered. The first war was the first world war was the first new age war. Like before, I mean, they went into they went into World War One with spears and horses and you know like breastplates on, and they came out the other side with anti aircrafts, you know, missile are not missiles but guns and you know crazy artillery guns that they had to put on trains to move and stuff like yeah we went the the first war we went from muskets in the beginning they had machine guns by the end of it that's how how much world war one it was the deciding war the last war before war one was napoleon's war that tells (laughs) you like the difference so yeah you would have seen you would have seen modern you'd have seen modern man
1: let's see um
0: You'd have seen the internet, you'd have seen the TV, you'd have seen radio become a big deal.
1: Okay, if you had been born, let's say you're 104 years old, mm-hmm. you would have seen the Spanish-American War. That's saying something. That's saying something, yeah. you didn't, didn't they fight the
0: Spanish-American War with like horses and muskets yep. and shit? Mm-hmm. Like,
1: the Spanish-American War was 1898. Okay no sorry I read that wrong. You wouldn't have seen that. Yeah, so uh World War 1 started in 1917 so you've been four, uh one crazy. But you would have been draftable in World War 2. You would have seen space like all the things you couldn't have ever imagined. You were they were so rustic and steam powered in a lot of
0: respects and yeah, you would. It would have been stuff that was science fiction, truly science fiction. A man's gonna walk on the moon. There's no way. Yeah. And we did it.
1: What I what I do love about the whole science fiction thing is just how many science fiction books came true. Right. Right. In the ideas where people are like, "Oh, ion drives. I, ion drives are a thing now." Right. That's just. Maybe it's just because they put their, like, they're just trying to fit ideas into, an I, so they have this idea for something, and they just try to push all their effort into this one idea, you know? That could be it. I mean,
0: I don't know, or maybe the imagination comes from a place, because if you think about it, right, like, everything that's ever been made by any human ever was imagined first right right and imaginations write books and imagination create things so maybe the imagination pulls from a place of inspiration like from somewhere else outside of us like you know all of the great artists have said the muse came to me right you know, this guy's who's a science fiction guy. He's probably into science, right? Because he's writing about science fiction. Right. He probably knows all of this stuff, and he just put some stuff he together. Maybe he has which a is dream,
1: just, just a dream of a thing right. that could be, and he knows a little bit about something. Which you
0: know? is enough to put it together. You know, like the system is, uh, the system, the universe as itself is so much more complicated than we even can begin to comprehend that it could be a possibility that 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 the ion drive was the only thing to come up with. Like, that's just what, you know, that's, that's how our imagination works, and that's, how informa- that's the only information we had. You know, like, it could be something as simple as that. Like, or it could be the other way, right? Somebody saw it on Star Trek and was like, fuck, I want that.
1: Right, right. And then you know.
0: figured out how to make Star Trek right. Right, like, we're going to make holograms and we're going to add matter to them somehow. And, and then a guy's like, well, I'm going to fucking do that. And maybe the system is complicated enough where you can do anything you want. Maybe like the Bible and the Tower of Babel was right, right? Like well, if, every, if enough humans put their minds to it, they can do anything.
1: I want to put it the other way around. I think it's uh, the universe is simple enough to do whatever you want because there are so many pieces. You can do whatever you want. The universe is so complex that there's a building block to do whatever you want to do.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So, in in some terms, it's simple because all the pieces are there. You just have to figure out how to start stacking them and building That's them. That's one of know. the
0: things that blows my mind the most. The fucking most, right? Like, if you had a time machine and a portal that could take enough equipment and people back a billion years, you could make steel and copper and TVs. Like, it's all the stuff, all the parts that are needed already exist I've always been put
1: there them, for a billion yeah, years we just had to
0: figure out how to harness them you just have to put them together in the right way mm-hmm. like ai exists already if it ever will exist we just have to figure out how to like summon it to us like it's all, all the pieces are already there we just gotta learn how to put them together that part blows my mind that was one of my favorite parts of that robo apocalypse book is when he was taught when the uh, the engineer who created the AI and the AI are talking for the first time. Right. That's one of the things the AI said. Or no, that's one of the things the engineer said. Is you all re- you always existed. I just had to find the parts and put them together and write incantations of code down to summon you here. And it's such a crazy concept. Like, where where does that come from? Actually, like if you if you created an AI, where does it come from? Like, where do we come from? Like, what? All the parts are here. You know, it's like the Full Metal Alchemist, the TV show.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They, the alchemist, like so in that TV show, alchemy exists. You can create a circle, and if you put the right ingredients, so you mean in... a
1: show that's called Full Metal Alchemists? Alchemist? Shut up! <laughs> Sorry, my just point, got is, caps my point a bit. is,
0: I was trying to explain. It. Yeah, whatever. My <laughs> point was trying to was trying to say that that they do alchemy in the show,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the way they do alchemy is you need the right materials, right? So you can transmute these materials into another material. And they know all of the materials that go into a human body, but they can't create a human because there's something about life that alchemists can't soul. create, right? Yes, I just wonder if, I wonder soul. if AI is that same way. Maybe. Probably not though, right?
1: Well, it's, well, there, there well, there's two things because, um, I don't think I actually posted it in our topics, but somewhere else there's a they're actually starting, so in just to touch on po- politics a little bit, in the Podesta email leaks from Wikilinks, one of the big things that came out of it was him talking to someone in NASA about not telling the American people about the existence of possible alien life.
0: Well, wait, who, who said that?
1: Uh, Pod, uh the, Podesta, Hillary's campaign chief. The,
0: what does he know? How does he know there's aliens? What it, no, you it, w-
1: it was, um, uh, here we go. Um, no, an, an old, astro- an astronaut was emailing him about it.
0: Oh, about him. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: So apparently, like we talked about a while ago about how there's like a, an emission from a star that appears to be repeatable. Right. And if and what they're saying is and since they've been looking at that star, it looks more and more like a Dyson sphere?
0: Yes, I've heard this.
1: Yes. And or that
0: there's some massive object that flickers. moves in and out of it. Yeah, and that it might have billions of other objects around it kind of thing. They're really confused at what it might be.
1: Right, but what, what they're saying is... Um, uh, here we go. The next development sends from the Clinton email dump, which included a few messages about aliens sent to former Obama advisor and current Hillary campaign chairman John Podesta. The emails discussed the possible disclosure of the evidence that aliens exist, as well as plans to obtain zero-point energy from friendly, friendly extraterrestrial intelligence. The man who sent the messages was none other than Edgar Mitchell, the sixth man to ever walk on the moon. <laughs> Finally, the Sloan Digital Sky Survey, a four year transmission analysis of over 2.5 million stars, found 234 of them display light similar in nature to our lasers. Jacob, there's aliens, bro. That's cool, right? It would it would shake me to my core if there are aliens. Really,
0: you really don't think they exist?
1: No, I just
0: not that that we that will ever communicate or be Star Trek, but that they even could possibly exist out there.
1: I just look. Anyone who know has listened to the podcast knows I do have a good Christian underpinning in my beliefs. Even though my beliefs get really crazy at times, there's still so that I would have to, if I couldn't correlate. That's the only th- I can't correlate that with anything else. Like if aliens existed, it would it would be the only thing that could shake my confidence in the Christian God.
0: Hmm. Why? Just because the book doesn't mention it? Yeah. Yeah. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. But what if we would never have so so what if you 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 could simply see signs of their existence, right? But you have no possible way of ever interacting with them at all. What would be the point of ever even mentioning them to you?
1: I mean, that might be true, but that would be the the thing that you like I'm I'm such a such a contradictory person in my
0: when it comes to this a little bit, yeah.
1: Because I want I want there to be aliens. I want to meet <laughs> these other people. But it would also change who I am completely. Hmm. But I'm okay with being changed that way.
0: I think it would change a lot of people that way.
1: Right, but But I think
0: a lot of people would I think a lot of people would figure out whatever argument made them feel better and they would stick with it.
1: Right, but I don't I don't think I could be that way. Unless they were like, hey, we have this other Bible that's pretty <laughs> much just like yours. <laughs> you know, I mean if it was that kind of thing, then sure, but I mean if it wasn't Now that
0: think. would be interesting if you had if you met an intelligent race that seemed to be a lot like us but didn't have the same they would need to have some type of Bible, and it would need to have some core elements that were agreeable.
1: Not even core elements. I'm talking, like, for me, it would have to be, like,
0: it, it would Bible. almost
1: have to be a, it, it would almost have to be the same. It would have to be, like, like it couldn't just wow. be, like, it couldn't be core elements. It would have to be much more direct corollary. You know. Right,
0: but what if their book was different than, what if their relationship with your God, our God, was different than ours? Like, what if what if God never sent a savior for them? I know that's weird to say, but, like, they could well, just be lesser, I'm like, I'm already being elitist with aliens. I don't even know they exist. I'm like, God doesn't care about them, bro. Well, no, 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 but. <laughs> I'm just saying, though, what if that's the, what if that, I mean, I, I
1: don't mean,
0: know. It's always more complicated than you think it is,
1: right? That's true, that's true, uh, but. There's also part of me that absolutely does believe in extraterrestrial life. Hm. Like, I don't I think, think it
0: shakes your, I don't think it shakes your faith at all until those beings are superior to us, right?
1: No, not even superior. Just as long as, I mean, if they're ten times what we are, but there's some common core there. I can be okay with that in terms of my religion, or I shouldn't even say religion, my faith
0: right, but so you're okay with finding a dog on Mars that wouldn't bother your faith at all
1: well I mean like a
0: Mars dog, I mean obviously not a dog on Mars, but you know what I'm saying no no, no no
1: that would that would definitely start to bother things oh really yes, so yeah. it's not
0: another it's not another it's being life. that you think has a soul that you want to be saved isn't what bothers you. It's just there shouldn't be life anywhere else but here? Uh,
1: partly, See, yet. to me, it seems,
0: seems to me that based off of my understanding of the Christian faith, the only thing that would bother me is when you got to the point that there would be a being that needs to be saved. right? If you, if you well, thought that one of these alien beings had a soul and they, were, they needed to go to a heaven or a hell...
1: Well, right. right I mean, if you're, if you're talking hell, pure have a- animal, then yeah. But I'm also of the belief that there are souls, many souls, you know, that... A dog has a soul? No, I don't, I don't think dogs have souls, but... Um, and t- I guess and, and I guess if it's not intelligent, maybe. But it's a, something I'd really have to think about because who am I to say that thing... Right, can't understand right. me, you know. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so if you find, if we find like a, if we find like clams on another planet, that's not going to bother you, or it's just life in general on another planet.
1: Um. It'll. Uh. I'll definitely have to think about it. Interesting. Because I Interesting. wonder why. Well, I'm
0: confused. I'm confused. I really am confused. Because to me, it seems like. It would bother me if God had creation all over the place, right? But as long as... You can have creation all over the place and the Bible still be true. Mm-hmm. When the Bible breaks down is when you have to have a Savior sent to another group of people to save them.
1: Right. And I, oh, I feel as good. though... It may, may, this just might be my personal underpinnings, but I feel as though... I have a very simple view of religion in the bible in how i view the bible is god did not write it to fuck with us so all these people who get into different like translations and everything else like no if god wants us to know what he's talking about he's gonna say it so simply that we're gonna know he's fucking talking about
0: that's my that's my biggest that's one of the the most difficult things i have with religion it's how complicated it is, right? Like, I and, I, and I and I don't be believe in that because
1: if you if you look at all the, the underlying truth. translations, like they're all they're all pretty much the same. But that's true for almost all religions. That that that's true too. But what I'm saying is, I feel like he would have said something. I maybe <clears throat> I'm wrong. Maybe it's just my simple, simpleness right. as a human. But I feel like God would have been like, "Hey." Out there. Go for it. And maybe I just don't know the Bible well enough. Maybe there's some, like, space Crazy stuff, yeah. you know? <laughs> but the, I, f- uh, I feel like being the person I about. know, the person I am, I would know if there was, like, space shit in there. <laughs> that,
0: would be, that would be true. Oh, on the same subject, but not really, the Dresden Files podcast with your brother.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Anybody who's listening to this, they really need to go listen to that. But I wanted to ask you, your bro- did you listen to it? You listened to oh, it, Oh, right?
1: I-, I watched it live. Your
0: brother, men- your brother mentions... You watched it without letting them know you were watching it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was you originally like, going to leave like really saw, like, snarky you... comments, but then I was like, no, they're doing a really good job, so let them alone. <laughs> it was, you just clicked on like the Google Links Hangout? Yeah. No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I clicked. I, I was watching it from via their YouTube, so I just looked like a normal watcher. Oh, okay, okay. okay. I, I wasn't in but the Hangout.
0: Did you hear that your brother mentioned it was... It got glossed over because they were already talking about another subject. But your brother mentioned that uh, we can talk about magic in the Bible. Yes. Like the old wizards, like the Old Testament version of magic. How bad did you wish they'd have got back to that?
1: Oh, I, yes, I, I to know. I what Jason but, had to but say it's about something, magic. Like, it's something we, me and him have had long conversations about. Really? Because it's something I remember because I'm the one who got him into Dresden Files. Right. And I told them when I first started... When when I gave him the books, he said, "I said I feel like this world is much more real than what everyone thinks it is." And after about eight books, and he's like, "You're right." Yeah, because he he talks about like the stuff his church does, like they have oh. like demon like army people, like that go fight wicked hordes. <laughs>
0: Like swords of the cross, kind of thing.
1: Yeah, and how That's they like, like, have like exorcism teams that, like, that they will have like, well, at least this how it made it seem. Maybe I was just like imagining in my head. So I don't want put. <laughs> right, I do right, not right. want to put words in his mouth. But I was like, no. if the local priest can't get the demon out of somebody, they'll like n- red eye some like super priest in there to like get that demon out of there. Interesting. Yeah, I mean,
0: I wanted them to talk about that some more because that's was...
1: something. It, well, for fuck's sake, we've been talking about it for like a year and a half now. If you haven't listened to it, there's no spoiler warnings, but something I've always felt is that there are still the and I think they did a good job in the podcast talking about this was those old gods weren't nothing. They weren't stories. I feel. In my soul, I believe that all those gods were real.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too.
1: And I feel like like...
0: I like the idea that they mentioned, that or Jason mentioned, that everything God created is in creation. And he is the only thing outside of creation. Right. And that part made God make more sense to me than he's ever made sense to me before. Like, you he's he's completely separated from the whole thing even if he by definition i guess right like god is the Mm -hmm. only thing so in that creation you could a superior being could make a creation so complicated that it could have other gods inside of it but they're only limited to that creation Mm -hmm. like they are gods inside of that creation where he is a god outside of the creation because look look bitch i can turn the whole thing off like i am i am the god and you are a god like there could be a tier of gods and yeah Hearing him say stuff like that made me go, hmm, maybe I should re-look at Christianity, right? Like, maybe I should find somebody like Jason you can talk to and ask the hard questions.
1: And he – well, the the wonderful thing about my older brother, well, he grew up with Star Trek and Star Wars and all these other things, Mm. and he's not afraid to admit he loves them. And he – there's so much truth out there. And he just I, – I told him, I texted him after the show. I was like, thank you for putting such a good faith on Christians. Because Christians are just dog because, you know, there's crazy people who don't even know two words of the Bible, but they're Christians and fanatics and whatever. Right. But it was so – at least for me as his younger brother, to see such someone so wise – and so well, his, learned he was ch- learned,
0: right? His church feels wise, though, as a church. Like maybe I'm just too progressive. But the whole thing about they're being out, they outreach into the LGBT community, or they're having like girl um priests, are they they anoint. What are they? What is he called a priest? A priest, right? Yeah, they anoint girl priests at his church. Yeah, it's like hmm, that's interesting. I really want to talk to them about their logic behind that because my mom or my mom's church could argue to the end of days why my grandmother, who might be the greatest teacher ever, can't be a priest or can't be a preacher. Like, it's really interesting. I would really like to hear that conversation. I'd really like to ask him about that. And I, I, I feel like your, or his church, or your brother maybe just in general, he's, he seems like the kind of guy you can ask, like, okay, so if God created everything, where did so God created everything and it's completely separated from sin, Right? Like, he's completely separated mm-hmm. from it. It exists completely outside of God. Where did it come from? Right? Like, there's a lot of people that... At, like, even at Tumble Bible, that would be too complicated of a question. Or they would think you were coming from the wrong place. You know what I mean? Right. It's like that.
1: It's not it's an like honest that. question. It's a, it is a question to make them trip up when you're really honestly wondering. Wouldn't you're really honestly wondering. It's like that. Uh, the legend
0: behind um, Marilyn Manson. That he went to Sunday's, sc- that he was a good Christian kid. He went to Sunday school until he got old enough to ask complicated questions, and his Sunday school teacher was really mean to him and called him, what is that, uh, heresy, right? When you're asking you that kind of stuff, a heretic and you know, tell him that he was a bad person or whatever. So um, Marilyn Manson just became Marilyn Manson or whatever. He just like, well, fuck this, right? Like there are no answers in that religion. It seems to me like if he'd have gone to like Jason's class, he might have got the answers. Or at least a conversation, you know what I mean? Or at okay. least like, hey, let me look into it. Like, I don't know. I f I've felt like that my whole life. I've I've always had these con these questions where they're like, oh, you're just being facetious, or you're just trying to, you're just looking for paradoxes, and it's like, no, I'm not. But they exist, and I'm just naturally drawn to these illogical points that I need explained. I just do. I just it's my brain.
1: So it's I mean, this is a little off off topic, but still on topic of my older brother. Is he's looking at getting a three sixty camera to set up in his church so you oh, can cool. VR watch the sermon.
0: That is cool. Yeah. That is cool. So you can like sit there and like look around and kind of be it's
1: a little more interactive than just watching it on a TV, I think. Right. I mean, but where you get the real teaching, I mean in terms of you know teaching is, you know, more like Sunday school Bible studies kind of stuff. Bible But I mean, hell. I guarantee you, any listener who's listening, or you, you want to ask my older brother, who is—I don't like—I like. I told him, I don't find God in the Episcopal way, but he is the most learned man about God I have ever met. Yeah, but he seems. But he's also the guy who you who uh, on New Year's Eve. Snuggled up next to a bottle of Jameson and passed out. <laughs> you yeah, know he's yeah. that no, guy too. He's a too. real guy. Yeah, he's, he's a, real, a guy. real person. He's not. He's not an asshole. But if you have questions about God or religion, please email us Gmail.com. We'll pass them along. He'd be more than happy to like come on here and just like answer like live questions about religion.
0: I would love to have your brother on this podcast. Yes. it was nice hearing his voice again. I was like, oh yeah, I like Jason, and he's even got. <laughs> I don't know. There's something about Jason. He's so proper. Like he seems to me like he should have been, you know, from England or something. He <laughs> he's just he's such
1: a dude. <laughs> he's such
0: a he is. <laughs> just even the way he talked, his inflection and his you know cadence and stuff when he well, was well, he talking was to over people. there for like three years. So. I know, but when he was talking to me, he's so disarming. I guess that's you know.
1: Yeah, well, and that's
0: fun. He's fun. I like. That's just it really.
1: one of those things that he does in.
0: He was that way when we were teenagers, though. He was nice to me the first time I ever met him.
1: Yeah, he's a good guy. But anyone who's listening, if you have questions about the faith... God, I I hate... It's so hard to say you're a Christian out in the real world. Because most people treat you like the crazies. Where I'm more like my older brother. You know, simple, rational. I have... You know, these I I don't know. It's just I don't give two shits who you are. I just believe that God died on the cross and I don't care who you are, gay, straight, trans, whatever. Believe in that, you're going to heaven, whatever. A lot of the it's other simple. a lot of the other stuff I'm not too sure about. Yeah.
0: That's true. So I don't know. Well. So listen to, to
1: that. So
0: <laughs> yeah, go listen to that. That's a great episode. The last episode. Even if, even
1: if you don't like The Dresden Files. It's a great no, talk on one... religion and belief. Yeah. And, and that's why I thought he did a really good job on was the difference between belief and faith. Mm-hmm. They had a really good trouble. conversation about that. And I th- it's like, yes, these are the words I've always wanted to tell people. Like, I just need to like put it on my phone when people ask me, like, click, sit here for five minutes. Okay, and, right. yes, <laughs> conversations.
0: Anyway, go listen to it, y'all.
1: So, did I tell you about my car? No. Okay, so, I found this Subaru I wanted to buy. It was yeah, your was in the shop. Yes. Right. So, like, 500 bucks to get out, which was way cheaper than a dealer charged me, so I'm... cool. Because I'd been asking around towns, like, who should I take my car to? And you know, everyone are like, because I know a lot of like super locals. They've lived in this in town and they're like, go to this guy. Like, eight mm-hmm. randos on the street were like, go to, go to this one dude. So I go there, cost me like 450 When I had the same part replays before I left Tulsa, 800 bucks. So, but I find this in I want to buy. 07. I mean, it's the exact same model Rex I had, but it w- it's just an Impreza. Like, the right. only thing different, no $8,800, 8, mm-hmm. 40,000 miles.
0: Wow. The miles is what's amazing.
1: You're right. So, I, like, I find the title of my car. Wednesday, I go out there. Like, I'm ready to deal. I have a number. I, I'm I'm going to lead with a number. that says if you can make the math work out, i we're walking out right now. Because so, I was going to tell him with my trade in. You, if I walk out of here 4,500 bucks, oh, owing you 4,500, we're done. Like that's what I was going to tell him. Just straight up. Just give him the number. If he wants to hit it, he'll hit it. So you get there, he's like, oh yeah, that's great. Oh wait, there's an open recall. We can't sell to you by law. Son of a so like I drove like an hour to go get this car, and I couldn't buy it. Even though it's listed, in the, like you would think, if it's yeah. listed on the website, you could buy it, but you couldn't. It's
0: weird that they have a car they can't sell too.
1: Right, I no. bet they're upset about that. They're telling me that like Honda is really bad. They said they'll have like, they'll get like some like Honda trade-ins, and it'll be six months before the, the guys will get to the recall. Really? Yeah, they said Super is actually pretty good. It's only like six weeks, but
0: oh, so is gonna come fix the car?
1: Yeah, they have to oh. by law because it's or they have a to recall. S- it's a recall, yeah. So, but I don't know. So I'm in between two cars right now. So I and they're both '09s. So I've got 09 Impreza with the premium package. It's not. It's not a Rex. So it's like right. 180 horse, which isn't bad in that little car. All-wheel drive, um, mm-hmm. perfect for where you live. 55,000 miles.
0: You're not trying to race anyway.
1: No, uh, not ugh, anymore. Too old for that shit. Yeah, nowadays. Um, 5500 miles, like ten eight or nine eight, nine eight. Not bad.
0: 55,000.
1: 55,000 miles, like nine eight. Yeah. Right. But nine eight. Mm. Keep going. There's a Toyota, but that's here in town. That's here in Pittsburgh. It's like 30 minutes from my house, at most. Right. But at another dealership, like an hour and a half away, is a Toyota Matrix all-wheel drive. Yes, yes. 22,000 miles for an 09. What motor does it have in it? Yeah, it's, the, uh, it's the 2.5, uh, like 160 horse.
0: It's not the 1.8 liter VVTL? No, uh, it's not the performance motor.
1: Bummer. I know. The performance motors. If it was crazy. a performance motor, I would have driven there tonight. I would have been like, "Dude, can't do the podcast. Got to go buy a car." But
0: the Matrix is a great car, and the only reason it wasn't more popular than it than it was is just because
1: it was our market.
0: Did, our market didn't like it. It's kind of weird looking. It was that first like. Small minivan looking car thing, but they're really, really practical and they're really great driving cars. They're really just a Celica underneath,
1: right? Right, um, which
0: is an excellent, excellent driving car. But
1: I mean, it's, it's another like 1500 bucks. but I'm like, man, 30,000 miles less
0: is a big deal. It'd be nice to see how it was, you know, what condition it's in, it's still I mean, real from clean. The
1: pictures, and... it looks amazing. I mean, yeah. but it's a 20,000 mile car in the the Carfax is completely, completely clean, bought from this person, like bought from this one dealer, oil change, oil change, oil, like four, like eight oil changes to mm-hmm. this, sold to this dealer. It literally looks like some old woman bought this car and drove it around her neighborhood. <laughs> you know?
0: Oh, it does look, it does sound like that. Like somebody drove and to it's church. it's
1: pure white. Oh, Good. That's yeah, the most pretty, a l- that's the prettiest
0: color of that car. Yeah, and I always wanted one of them. I was secretly in love with that car.
1: I I really like them too, and it's all-wheel drive. It just Which doesn't have the need. bigger
0: engine. You need what has? Yeah, you need a. You need an all-wheel drive car.
1: But, but, I can buy the TRD supercharger kit for that car for like fourteen hundred bucks. <laughs> So I'm like, oh, another three grand. It's gonna be like 240 horses. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm 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 really leaning towards that. I mean, I love Subarus. You know me. I love I love my Subies, but a a a ten thousand dollar car with twenty thousand miles on it. That's all wheel drive. Hard to pass up.
0: Okay. You have no the two point four liter is the big motor.
1: No, but they had one with a, uh, they had one with more power. There was one with more power. It's better tuned or a forced induction or whatever.
0: Oh okay okay yeah, but no, you still that'd still be the you still kind of that'd be the one you want really. I'm looking at it now. This is after they changed the headlights. Hmm. I love that car. I. I it, I like it. It's a cool car. Did I lose you? You there? Oh, no. Jacob left. Something happened. I'm not even talking. What? Be right back. Oh, no. Healer's down. Need a mana. So, oh, just everybody listening. (laughs) Y'all need to go watch Dragon Ball Z abridged version. It's these fans who took uh, Dragon Ball Z and they dub over and they take a, an episode and cut it down to like five minutes. Just the funny parts. It's hilarious. Trust me. Go watch it. Oh, he's back. Oh, thank God.
1: I was dying. <laughs> so something interesting I learned today is that there was a turbocharged Impreza yes. that Subaru put out that wasn't a Rex.
0: In oh nine. Hmm.
1: It was this the Impreza GT. It was a mid tier between the Impreza and the Rex. I guess they really? didn't put all the like extra suspension or something in it. I don't know, but but yeah, I, I basically, if I'm gonna buy that Toyota, I have to drive to Canada on Friday, <laughs> which isn't that far from here. But you have to buy a what? No, I, I essentially have to drive to Canada if I want to buy the Toyota, which is not that far from here, but still is like two hours away.
0: Don't you need a passport?
1: No, it's not in Canada,
0: but well, it's close to Canada. Close. to
1: So what do you recommend for us, Ryan?
0: Uh, it's that time of year that somewhere around you should be some type of harvest festival. Now, they're usually disguised as Oktoberfest or Renaissance festivals. But as humans, or as a species, we really do well when we celebrate this time of year, especially with when we do it with um you like know like people
1: when we, we celebrate I would feel like when we celebrate every turning of the season, yes, it's a good time. It's right. and it's a good thing to do. It's refreshing.
0: Yeah, but try to find people, not just your friends, but try to find the festival. There's a power or there's an energy that humans give to each other this time of year. When we're all dancing and we're all laughing and we're all in a good mood because it's the harvest. Like this is the time when everything's plentiful. We should have everything we need right now to make us through the winter. So this is when we do our 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 feasts. This is when we should celebrate that. And you know, find that rhythm that human beings have had for fucking ever. Right? Like we like me and Jake were talking about it earlier. We've only had airplanes for a hundred years, like or a hundred and fifteen years at this point, right? Like before that we were fucking growing shit and you know cutting it down well it was all by hand the harvest the moon like we were much more in tuned and the further you go back the more animal we become right so we're talking about modern modern man only for the last 200 years before that we were still living when things like this mattered so i'm just saying don't don't rob yourself of it go find it go enjoy it it might just be something as simple as going to a pumpkin patch and a corn maze and eating, you know, fried corn and popcorn and salt it's and sweet so and caramel. Good. But but go out there and find that. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying, Jacob. It might be as simple as like a mm-hmm. a football game. You know, football games are kind of a, oh,
1: a fall, festival like,
0: a celebration. Like they are part of this.
1: this not professional so. football, but if you want, like, this will sound creepy. But if you just want a great time, just go to a high school football game on a crisp autumn night. Yeah. And it is electric, like that's. That's something I was trying to explain to a friend of mine. You know, because they they really like winter or really? not summer. They're they they're like it should never be cooler than seventy. One of those people, but I'm like, like no. And that and that first air hits me, and I breathe it in. I can feel it through all my lungs. that like cold, crisp. It's something. I mean. We get cold air here in Pittsburgh, but it's not crisp and clean like it was in Oklahoma. Like, the first Oklahoma freeze, you walk outside, you're like... you just feel it. Like It changes your body. It changes your mind. It is really something special. That's it.
0: That's my recommend. Get out yeah, there and find a festival it. with a bunch of other people. Listen to some music. There's Listen. just an energy out there right now that you shouldn't miss out on.
1: All Hallows Eve is coming.
0: Yeah, that's a different thing.
1: Well, yes, but that,
0: that night is way more magical than the other nights.
1: But in old term Christian, old school Christianity, and old school paganism.
0: Old school paganism, really. Um.
1: Well, there's two things. There's all Hallows' Eve and All Saints Day. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of people used to bring. They would. They would. Summon the spirits, the dead and everything else, and then summon the gods <clears throat> the next day. It was a very magical time it is yep, if you haven't seen it coming up in this Halloween, watch book of life Have you seen <laughs> that Have you seen that one? No, I have not. It's an animated um movie about uh I'm going to butcher the pronunciation, but uh Delas del do do Weren't. God they damn the it. They're Dead. Yes. But it's an anime movie directed by Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro. Okay. And it's got Ron Perlman and a bunch of other people in it. And it's amazing. It's not scary at all. Like, kids would love it. But it's this really wonderful, like, what other people think of this kind of time of year.
0: Okay. I'll give it
1: a, I'll give it a, I'll give it a chance. Your kids would it. love it. Okay. Like um um god the guy from Magic Mike who is also in 21 John Street. Oh, Leonardo god. DiCaprio. No. No. I cannot remember his name. I want to say Chris Evans. He's not Chris Evans, but it kind of looks like it. He's in it. Like, there's all these big name stars that are in it. And it's just beautifully animated, beautifully casted. Everything. is. I mean, it's, it's, it's Del Toro. So it's going to be a gorgeous movie. Because that's the only thing he knows how to do. He may not know how to make Oscar winners. But if you go watch one of his movies, it's going to be fucking gorgeous. And that's one reason I love him. Like, That's true. It's like I don't care about the plot. Let's just watch the pretty things. Yay, popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's art. It's art. Yeah, it's just fucking art, man.
0: So do you have a uh, three things?
1: Okay, so here are the uh, three things you should at least do once. Awesome. You should at least experience Niagara Falls from the Canadian side on the May of the Mist. That is a truly magical experience. It is the, the, just a the pure power and energy you feel coming against you is just awe-inspiring.
0: Okay. Yeah, I can see that.
1: You should drive cross-country by yourself at least once. You will find yourself. You'll find yourself when you, all you have is terrible f. Well, I'm gonna now satellite, but you all you have is terrible. Well, when I did it, terrible FM radio, some audio books in the open road, and you will just find you'll find a little bit about yourself. You, I won't say it's magical or anything else, but you're going to understand a bit more about you because you have some really strange thoughts when you've been on the road for 12 hours. Hmm. Like really strange thoughts. Like, I remember driving one day, and I was like, I saw a sign for a, a beer garden, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I wonder if they have really decor- decorately arranged hops. And I, and I had to think about what I said. And I'm like, no, it's just a place to drink beer. But I'm like, the first place my brain went was really pretty ingredients for beer. <laughs> you <know>? like, okay. <laughs> one more. One more. What
0: does Jacob recommend to everyone does before they die?
1: If you can do it and you have the time and the energy, you just got to put your toes down. Deep into powder, like uh, I'm a snowboarder. Uh, 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 and I'm sure, like there's certain there's a similar thing for skiers, but yeah, like and plus uh, we, we've already established I love the cold. But you're on that mountain, sun shining, crisp air in your lungs, and you're just popping. And there's a good pit of powder, and you just stick it in. And you're going like 50 miles an hour, and you're just pushing you feel like you could do it forever and then you just have to pop over again. It is that right there is the closest I've ever come to feeling free. In that single moment. Well, there's one other moment. Is that the very peak of a spine ramp. Yeah, that's
0: there too. There's waitlists Where, there. It,
1: it's it, it's it's a feeling that's just so pure. Yeah, there's nothing I know like that there's feeling. nothing else going on. There's no music. There's no TV. There's no anything. You're just because if you're thinking about other things, you're gonna get you're gonna wreck, right? So like you're just you just pump it in there. You're going fast on a blue. You know, you just. And, the world just disappears, and all you care about is the sound and the vision, and it's just, it's one of the most awe-inspiring things I've ever been able to do with my body.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I get that feeling. I'm trying to think about another time where you get it. For me, whenever you drifted a car, or whenever I drifted a car, that feeling would... Because there's just a moment of, like, where you're not thinking about it, but you're not thinking about anything else either. It's just kind of, you're just in the moment, you're just kind of doing it. Yeah. Hmm. Get out there, people. Enjoy life. Yeah. That's what we're telling you. I mean... Experience the shit. You're going to die one day. Do you know that? <laughs> you're going to die one all day. Of is,
1: all, all of our young listeners don't. Well, <laughs> that's true. Here's but, the hardest part. Here's the hardest part about being young. is finding the balance. Because we've all gone too hard, too fast, and That's regretted true. it. That's
0: true.
1: But there's this beauty... If you can figure it out, which there was a very small time of my life where I was able to balance it all out, and it was probably the best six months of my life, where it was just... I was responsible enough to where I was making decent money, and I was doing well at my jobs so with had good job satisfaction, but I was also staying out late and doing other crazy stuff and doing karaoke and trust me you don't ever see me do karaoke but i was doing karaoke because my friends were doing karaoke like it was just like soak it all up because you never know i'm not saying my life is bad because i do enjoy my life i love my wife i actually really like my life right now but especially when you're like 23 24 25 time where you don't have to sleep Mm-hmm. This is a magical time because you're like sleeping like four hours a night and you, you basically have two days. <laughs> That's basically how it is because like now I have to go to bed at like 10 o'clock, 10.30. 10.30 at the, mo- yeah, at the latest. And, but it used to be I used to stay up to like 2 a.m. every day, wake up at 7, be at work at 8. You know, It was basically like having two days and I yeah. got so much done and it was so fun. So enjoy it. But even if you're not there anymore, enjoy it, too. I mean, there are so many things to enjoy about this life. Like, I live in a small town. Like, I live in a small town in Pennsylvania. Uh, Downtown New Brighton is, like, two and a half blocks from me. And some days I'll just go walk downtown just to see, like, the businesses and the cars and the people just milling around and like talk to people and everything else. Like, just go talk to some random person. Yeah. You know, like that's one reason I love like eating at bars because I love talking to bartenders because they had the best stories. Like, if you ever just like want to have a good time, just like go to a bartender like, what's the most interesting story you've, like, what's, what's your most interesting story? And they'll get I've heard so many crazy things I, I, I'm i pretty sure I told the story once but like there was a bartender in Seattle she was like yeah so this one room and it was a really nice hotel in Seattle um, I cannot remember any of it off the top of my head but they are like they ordered like eight pints of milk and then when the bellboy got up there there was two girls doing it in the tub with a camera and they told them to pour the milk on the girls Okay. I still haven't found that porn yet, but one day I will. <laughs> but I don't know. Well, maybe Reddit, I won't. Can we get a source? Can I, I don't get a sauce, want
0: please? For science, obviously.
1: I don't, I don't know if I want to get that deep into it. Because, like, you get too deep into porn, you just like, you're like, nope, I'm done. And you never do it again.
0: Okay. Not sure about never. Maybe, like, the next day. But, yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's... I don't know about never, like, whoa, <laughs> what a strong word. I've, I've turned it off for the day, yeah, but like, oh, shit, bro. <laughs> but uh, I've never not finished, so there's also that.
1: <laughs> uh, well, like we said, this episode is going to be weird. And I hope you liked it. Yeah. It's exactly. wherever you are. It was random. We talked about shit. Some shit you heard, some shit you haven't, some shit. You might like or not like. I don't care. I do care. But please we're we're part of the Broken Jars Broadcasting Network. And find us at broken jars at XYZ. Email us broken jars broadcasting at gmail.com. Check out all of our other shows. We have um, the Dresden Files podcast, which we talk about a lot. Mm-hmm. We have Great Scott, which is one of my podcasts where we talk about the office, the the TV show, The Office. Episode by episode. Uh, episode by episode. Hardcore. Yeah.
0: Actually, and they're actually I, watching each episode before they talk about it. So I did fresh. the math.
1: By the time I get done with Great Scott, I'll have 700 pages of notes on The Office. <laughs>
0: you might be one of the most well-learned Office watchers there is. Dude,
1: I, I see these people on Reddit, and they're like... You're going
0: to be an Office expert. <sighs>
1: Yeah, you know, to some extent, yes. I'm already an office expert in <laughs> some extents, but so but um we also have High Fantasy, which I am also on, where we talk about writing. We have uh Dangerous to go alone with J Ray and his woman person, and that's supposed to be really good. Um Shylocks I think is dead. Uh but yeah, that's where we are right now. Come join us. We have a good time. Uh, we love to hear from you. We have... If you like video games, we are sponsored by Tiny Build. We can get you, like... Basically, any game you want, we can get you for free. If Send you're, like, the first or second like, person to email us. Yep. Send us an email. Like, we're getting, like, cluster truck keys and all that stuff. So, anytime you want it, just email us. Let us know. Um... But, yeah, thank you for uh, joining us on this uh, Fair Tuesday night on the latest ish part of October.
0: Bye. Bye. Good show.
1: Yeah. yeah,
0: that worked out for not having anything to talk about. I do think it's interesting that you never asked me about my weekend, and I went to Renaissance Festival this weekend and did Ecstasy for the first time, and we had something to talk about. You sure brought it up, man. Eh? The, the hour just went away. I felt like I didn't want to break the flow of that. I felt like that was a really good, just genuine conversation between two friends. Yeah. And I find those to be the most entertaining things to listen to. Like, last week's was kind of that way also, and I just, like, randomly clicked on it just to kind of listen to, like, audio quality, because you had mentioned it, you know, and I was just kind of, like, going through it. Well, your mic sounds you know? great now, man. And then out of out of nowhere, I found myself, like, it was over. I was like, damn, I listened to 45 minutes, like, of myself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so it was at least semi-entertaining, but. Thanks, so you, I like, love this mic. I'm such a huge fan of the s 7s
1: You just gotta learn how to work. That's that's Man. the big thing about them. They're great mics, but well, a lot of people aren't.
0: This thing's in my way.
1: A lot of a lot of people aren't disciplined enough to deal with them because you have to be right here every time you talk. You can't right. do this. Can't do this. Got to be right here. So I actually had somebody. <laughs> So I have started playing this home D&D, D&D campaign Like the first week We were all level 8 You know that kind of thing So And I'm playing a bard And every time I play a bard I deem them after a, uh, a Famous rock and roll artist Okay and So some things happen So I wasn't there the first week I was there the second week So the third week Someone who was there the first week Who wasn't there the second week She was on the end in the row and I was like She's like, What's your name? I was like, I'm pert. She's like, Where are you from? Like somewhere very cold. And she made some made some quip about like being from Rush. And I was like, no, I name all my all my all my bards are always named after like famous rock stars. Like my first bar was named after Freddie Mercury. Because his given name was Balsada in Afghanistan. So I was like that's "That's a good name (laughs) We'll use it So this one's named after Rush And so what I'm working on with the DM Is a way to build a magical electric guitar Like it's going to have no other abilities But the sound that way But it's going to be like My next like year's quest Is to build and enchant this like wooden instrument So you can like rock Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, really get down. And yeah. And I, I told him, like, I don't want it. I don't want it to be anything special. I don't want any med. Like, I almost don't even care what it costs. Like, I just like want to work towards this thing, like, finding the right trees and the strings and everything else. That's awesome. But playing a home DD campaign is so much more fun than playing like Adventure league especially well, with the thing is we got a dm who's been doing it for 30 like he loves it like his kids are into it everything else you know like he just loves it and so he's been building this world for like 20 years through different campaigns and that's